Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaHealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon and welcome to One Hour at a Time. Recovery begins with education and host Mary Woods is here to educate individuals and families and provide support through the recovery process. Now here's your host, Mary Woods. Good afternoon everyone, this is Mary Woods and I'm talking to you from uh, sunny New Hampshire, which uh, we're immensely thrilled about after the spring we've had. I hope you all are having a great day. We have a really interesting topic today and um, to just set it up a little bit, it's about, you know, do we do we get to a certain age where we just settle for whatever life has given us? Um, do sometimes we believe that we're too old to change? Um, have we given any thought to what kind of example we're setting for our children? Um, we get to that. How many times do we say it is what it is? This is as good as it gets, or um, you know that we kind of get stuck in the rut of the same old, same old. And we're going to talk today with um, Dr. Richard Powell, who wrote a book called Failure is Not an Option. Um, Actually, his book is called Press the Fix Me Button, which is about failure as not being an option. And I'd like to introduce Dr. Powell to all of you. Um, Dr. Richard Powell graduated from Westbrook University in West Virginia, Central States College of Naturopathic Medicine in Columbus, Ohio, Ohio, the International Academy of Medical Acupuncture and Carefree Arizona, and Well Coaches Incorporated. A naturopathic physician, Dr. Powell specializes in neurobiofeedback, life and wellness coaching. He's a pastoral counselor and CEO of Southern Idaho Naturopathic Clinic. He currently resides in Twin Falls, Idaho with his wife and four sons. Dr. Powell is an active volunteer with the Civil Air Patrol, the Twin Falls Search and Rescue, and the Boy Scouts of America, as well as he is an avid scuba diver and lover lover of all things outdoors. Um, Press the Fix Me Button is Dr. Powell's first book. Uh, Welcome to One Hour at a Time, Dr. Powell. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you having me on the show today. So my first totally unrelated question is, where do you scuba dive in Idaho? Uh, you know, we actually we have quite a few different places throughout Idaho, but um, uh, just right here locally, we've got a couple of lakes that are oh between twenty five to thirty feet deep. So, um, and then we have our river, the Snake River, that runs through town here. We uh, do scuba diving on the river as well. Well, that's that's really cool. Um, this is a really interesting kind of thought provoking questions about. Um, settling for what we have, because some people would believe that, you know, what's it saying? Happiness is not having what you want, but wanting what you have. So, um, well, you know, know, here's the, here's the, you know, I guess the first thing that I would comment on is, is that if you're happy where you're at in your life, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, then you're, there's no need for you to change. You're exactly where you need to be in your life. Um, but if you take that very first initial step and you ask yourself, am I happy with who I am physically? Am I happy with who I am emotionally, mentally, and spiritually? And if the answer to any of those questions comes back as, no, I'm not happy where I'm at, then why why are you there? Why are you settling for, well, you know, this is just how it is. You know, when we go through our lives, we have a tendency of getting caught up in life. When we were kids, we allowed for our minds to wander. We had imaginations. We could dream. Somewhere between high school 
and beyonds, we had we lost that. Somewhere we put it aside or we locked it in a box and, and put it in the closet and forgot about it. And, you know, so then life begins to happen for us and here we are. We're we have careers, we have children, we're married, we have mortgage payments. And the next thing you know, we've have all of this responsibility and we never get the opportunity to go back to that closet and pull that box of dreams back out and say, when I first started in college, I wanted to do this. Or when I was 10 years old, I I wanted to grow up to be a a train conductor. Or, you know, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to hike through the mountains and be a a wildlife um, officer or any of those types of things. But, you know, we we get so caught up that we forget that it's okay for us to dream, and we don't have to settle for really what life has given us. We can, if we allow for our minds and our spirit and and our whole being to open back up, we can acquire and become anything we choose to. Really, the only thing that's standing, you know in front of us is, is ourselves. I, um, on a personal note, um, you know, I, I came from a very dysfunctional background. I grew up in a environment of drug addiction. Um, I grew up in a, a biker, rugged, tough fighting type of, uh, home environment. Um, there was a lot of mental, physical, and emotional abuse that that went on. By the time I was 12 years old, I finally had run away enough times that I just decided to stay gone. And I lived on the streets of Seattle, Washington for a number of years until eventually the law caught up with me and I was incarcerated. And through that whole process... All I knew was how to survive. I I learned that the normality for me was how to survive. Now, let's jump forward now to to today, where I'm at today. Um, You know, I, I have a wonderful family. I have a wonderful wife. I have a very great connection um, with God spiritually, I, I feel like I, uh, you know, I'm I'm just grateful that I have every day that I do, because I never really believed, quite honestly, that I was ever going to make it to the age of 20. I figured I would be dead by the time I was 20, and and that was tw- you know over 20 years ago. So how did you? Um, I, I... There's a couple of things that kind of come to mind, but first I wanted to comment about the whole concept of when we're younger and we have dreams, and we believe that anything's possible when we're young, and then we get to that age that you, that you were saying, and reality starts to set in, and some of the dreams that we have, we either realize maybe we don't have the the resources or the energy or the talent or don't believe we have those things to um, make our dreams come true. So this, how do you, how do you recapture that? I mean, because I think a lots lots of times we just feel like, you know, these are the choices I've made and these are the outcomes, not realizing that we have the power to make different choices. Well, absolutely, and it's it really is just a matter of saying to yourself, "I'm not happy where I'm at in my life. I have other dreams. I have." other ambitions, and it it doesn't really matter at this point of how I'm going to get there. It's just a matter that I'm going to commit to getting there, and I'm going to empower myself to go out and find the means of making those dreams come true. Again, you know, I never believed that I was ever going to make it to 20 years of age, let alone uh, do some of the things that I've I've done in my life and and have had the opportunities and to do. As an example, when I was a kid growing up, I wanted to learn how to fly planes. I thought that was the most amazing thing, and I had such a huge infatuation for flying planes. I'm a pilot. As of today, I'm a pilot. 
Um, you know, I, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. I, I've been there five times. I wanted to learn how to scuba dive, and I'm a certified diver. Well, how to? You know, and, and certainly, I'm not a a, a, a rich man. I don't have a, a lot of money. I'm actually more in debt than I than I have in the bank, <laughs> like the average person. Right. But the thing was is that, you know, when I wanted to learn how to scuba dive, as an example, I made a commitment. I said, I, I really want to learn how to scuba dive. And it took me three years to get to become a certified scuba diver. But I made a commitment to do whatever I needed to, and I empowered myself to go out and find all of the information and learn about and work towards that that ultimate or that end goal. And, you know, if you expect things to happen right away, sometimes they do, most often they don't. But you have to acquire the tools if you don't have them. And that's, that's really kind of the key is that even in our lives today, overcoming a lot of Overcoming addictions, um, alcoholism, overcoming the pain and the suffering, overcoming the the memories uh, of the abuse, all of the things that have brought us, a lot of us, to where we're at today in our lives. And we start with just the simple steps of, how am I going to just make it to tomorrow? Um, you know, I, I don't want to live in this chaos anymore. I'm I'm so tired of every day that it day in and day out full of drama full of the pain full of the anguish how do i move beyond this but see a lot of times we the, the first thing we need to realize is that that's become a normality for us because that's what our experiences have taught us we're this accumulation of experiences and those experiences bring us to where we're at today and we'll be right back after this commercial with Dr. Richard Powell. And if you have any questions or any comments, please give us a call. We'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success. With host Marty Spiegelman, Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting the recovery of families and individuals who experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. Westbridge provides integrated dual diagnosis treatment for adult men and women using evidence-based practices. Visit our site today at westbridge.org and discover that doing what works in helping individuals and families gain recovery from dual disorders is important to the staff at Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge utilizes current evidence-based practices, consensus practices, and old-fashioned common sense to provide treatment to individuals and families that experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. That's westbridge.org, family center recovery for co-occurring mental illness and substance abuse disorders. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. 
You're listening to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. If you have a question for Mary or her guests, call now. The listener lines are open. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5792. That number again is 1-866-472-5792. Now, let's get back to Mary and One Hour at a Time. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're talking about... Um, what do you do when you get to be midlife and you begin to think, uh, is this all it is? Uh, is what I have is what I need? Or are there things that you once wanted to do that now you're thinking about, wow, it might be nice to try and do that again, be it scuba dive or fly like Dr. Powell, or maybe learn a foreign language or, you know, get fit or um, stop smoking or whatever it is that you're thinking about that you've you really need to do or want to do. And um, Dr. Powell is with us. He wrote a book called Press the Fix Me Button. And um, he's been talking to us about how to move forward with our dreams. And um, you mentioned in our first segment, Dr. Powell, how you came from a pretty um, dysfunctional background and that you had run away many times. And I'm just wondering, I have two questions for you. How did you turn that around, how did you end up surviving that, and um, and then what do you attribute your resilience to? So I have two questions there for you. Okay. Well, quite honestly, there were a, a, a number of pivotal points in my life, and I, I refer to those as shifts, um, and really it was out of my control. It was nothing that I, you know, specifically just woke up one morning and said, today, I'm going to shift to the next level in life. Um, as an example, one of those shifts early on was um, I was seeing a psychologist. I was probably 14, 15 years old. I was seeing a psychologist, and I had been seeing her every week for a number of weeks, and finally I went into her office for our session one day, and she met me in the hallway, and she stopped me, and she said, we're not having our sessions, uh, our session today, and I said, well, um, you know, did something else come up? Why are we not going to meet? And she said, she says, well, quite honestly, I don't want to see you any longer. And I stood there, and I looked at her with a very blank look, and and I asked her, I said, well, why don't you want to see me any longer? And she said, because, she says, I, I don't feel like I'm getting through to you because you just, you're, you're continuing the same cycle. And she continued on and said, you just, you need to quit blaming everybody in your life or everyone around you for, the, you know, for all of the things that are happening to you. She said, at some point, you have to step up and take responsibility. She said, quite honestly, I'm tired of hearing you whine to me every day about how life is so horrible for you and how the world is against you. She says, if you are tired of the direction that you're going, then fix it. And I never forgot that to this day. You know, I, I, it's as fresh in my mind today as it was then. And those little, those little pivotal points have happened throughout my life. And it, it really hasn't been, as I said, waking up and, and just saying, okay, today I'm going to do this. The other part of it was, is, and this is you know, kind of moving more towards that midlife, which I began to realize through my own personal spirituality that I'd always felt like I was searching for answers, and I was always looking for answers. From a very early on age of 12 years old, I uh, had acquired a cassette tape on hypnosis because I knew there's something wrong with me, and I, I needed to figure out how to fix it, so I was going to hypnotize myself. By the time I was 16, I had read my first psychology textbook, and I devoted the majority of my adulthood in trying to find answers. I was looking for the answers that no one would give me. When I would go to someone and say, you know, how do I fix this? How do I make this right? They would, you know, people would, they would look at me and they would just simply say, I don't know. 
but you know, you, you probably need to do something because if you keep moving in the same direction that you are, it's probably not going to end up so so swell. But nobody could ever give me those answers, and so I looked and I looked and looked, and then one day I just realized it was like a, a light came on that what I was looking for was right there in front of me. I wanted so badly to be something different than what I was rather than being who I really was and to understand that I that I'm an you know I'm an accumulation of all of the experiences that happened to me in my life and if I'm an accumulation of all those experiences I own them and I and I can either choose to mold them in a negative way or I can change and mold them in a positive way I can harbor them, or I can look at them and pull gifts forward. I can say, okay, you know, um, these may have been hardships for me. They may have been challenges and obstacles along the way, but there's actually really wonderful gifts that I can acquire from them, like gratitude, uh, sympathy and empathy, compassion. And I, you know, and I can start going, wow, this is wonderful. I don't have to have that negativity. I don't have to have that pain in my life any longer. And when I, when I began to free myself from those experiences, I freed myself from that emotional burden, and I started pulling forward the positive, what I began to understand was is that it was not really about me anymore. It was, a, it was about God's will in my life. And, and, and taking that into heart it was very inspiring, and every day for me is very inspiring to understand that God is working through me. I've gone through all of those experiences and all of those challenges in my life because, really, I needed to have those experiences to acquire those gifts, to be able to move them forward, to be able to pass them forward to the next person that comes into my life that may need them. And so when I really, you know, gave up on trying to control my life, that's when life really took a hold and God took a hold of me and started to open up all of these wonderful things. And it's just been, it has been absolutely a terrific journey. And so, you know, be it that we want to, you know, just make simple changes, kind of like the whole midlife, you know, crisis, and we're, we're all of a sudden sitting here at 40-some years old and we're looking at ourselves in the mirror and we don't even recognize what is, who's staring back at us because it's not who we were 10, 20 years ago. And then we look at ourselves and we say, what have I done? What, what have I lost? And here I am, and I'm not happy. I'm just stuck. I'm stuck in a rut, and I'm looking at myself thinking, this is just, this is horrific. You know, I had so many inspirations. I had, I had so many things I wanted to do. My question to your listeners is, is that why are you why are you just settling for life? Why are you not doing those things? If you're not happy with where you're at, then why are you there? And if it's just a matter of not having any direction, that's okay. You don't need to have direction. All you have to have right now is to look in the mirror and say, I am not happy with who I am, and I'm not going to settle any longer. And I'm going to commit to locating, I'm going to commit to finding the tools and the knowledge that I need to make those changes. Because once, it's not, you know, what you want to become in your life, I promise you that others out there have done just that. They've, they've, they've been able to move forward in their lives. They, they get out of that chaos and they and they they're able to dig themselves out and they move forward and they do that by initiating that first step of saying i am not going to settle i am not going to just be the average housewife i'm going to be the writer that i've always wanted to be or i'm going to be a painter or i want to go back to school and learn how to uh to be a cook or a chef or I want to be a stockbroker, whatever the case may be. Or I've smoked for 20 years, but I really, I'm just tired of smoking. Or I'm an alcoholic and I've, you know, I've destroyed so many people's lives along the way with my abuse because of the alcohol, but I just don't know how to quit. I promise you, there are people out there that have been exactly where you're at 
and they've acquired those tools, and they're willing. They're so willing to share those with you and teach you and help you to mature so that you're able to move forward as well. I I think it's really important that um, we kind of clarify to folks as we're talking about our, um, and moving forward, it's about growing ourselves, our inner self. It's not about necessarily collecting more toys or, you know, um, getting more things, but but it's really about getting back to who we truly are as people and reconnecting with that and, and things that are meaningful to us, not just necessarily um, material things. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's, it's about introversion, not necessarily that extroversion. And we'll be right back after our next commercial with Dr. Richard Powell, and we'll be right back. to Voice America Health and Wellness. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tong has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting the recovery of families and individuals who experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. Westbridge provides integrated dual diagnosis treatment for adult men and women using evidence-based practices. Visit our site today at westbridge.org and discover that doing what works in helping individuals and families gain recovery from dual disorders is important to the staff at Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge utilizes current evidence-based practices, consensus practices, and old-fashioned common sense to provide treatment to individuals and families that experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. That's westbridge.org, family center recovery for co-occurring mental illness and substance abuse disorders. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. If you have a question for Mary or her guests, call now. The listener lines are open. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5792. That number again is 1-866-472-5792. Now, let's get back to Mary and One Hour at a Time. Welcome back, everyone. Um, our guest today is Dr. Richard Powell, and we're talking about how to kind of move forward with your life and not settle for if you're in a rut or there's something about yourself that you've you've lost touch with or you're not comfortable with. Um, you don't have to stay stuck, and you can move on with your life, and you can go back and um, accomplish some of the dreams you may have set out for yourself. Um, in moving forward, uh, you had mentioned before that there are certain steps, Dr. Powell, that people should could could begin to take. What would they be? Well, the go ahead. No. The, the 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 first step is just that initial where am I at today? And I that's that phase one of a seven phase process. And where am I now today, right at this very moment? Um, where am I at physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually? Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but but right now. 
And again, kind of doing that reflection, looking in the mirror and saying, am I happy with who I am? Am I happy with my physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual life, my wholeness? And if the, you know, if the answer is no, then you move to that next question of then why am I there? That's where we're, you know, getting that empowerment, we're, we're getting that commitment. Um, the next step or the, in that, you know, or the next phase is where do I want to go? And this is a, this is a really fun and exciting phase that I, I really enjoy working with clients on a, on a day-to-day basis is that this is when you can revert back to that childhood, close your eyes, and allow your imagination to open up. In other words, go back into the closet, take out that box of dreams, and and open the lid and think, okay, so what do I want to become? And that's what this phase two is, is about, is that when I close my eyes and I imagine in my mind my very best self, what would that be? What would my very best physical self be? It may be exactly who I am, or it may be something different. But what would that be? And as an example, let's say that I may be a little overweight, um, um, and uh, and I may be you know getting a little atrophy. My muscles are getting a little weak. I'm not necessarily. I'm just. I can't exercise as much. I'm not able to keep up with the the kids when we go to the park or the grandkids. They want to run off and play, and I feel like I have to just constantly sit at the bench. So physically, I'm just kind of wore out. I have uh, a lot of stress, and I'm just tired all the time so but when i at this particular point in that phase two i'm not going to look at all of the negative things but what i want to do is i want to get excited about that best self so what is my best self because with this program one is that it's always about forward thinking two it's always about positive reinforcements so we want to think about well, what is my best self physically? Well, I want to be physically strong. I want to have less stress. I want to uh, be able to keep up with the kids. And in your mind, envision this. In your mind, see this all coming to life. And you do the same thing emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. We say, okay, well, emotionally, um, I probably you know, need a little bit of improvement. Well, what is that? What do you see as your best emotional self? As we get a little older, we get a little forgetful, or at least I I have found myself to be a little forgetful at times. And, you know, so that's that mental. Well, I want to be more mentally aware. Um, I, I want to have good recollection. All of those things. That's in that phase two. So that's that part of us that allows us to start looking at the mirror and start that remolding process. So now we know where we're at, and we have somewhat of an idea of where we want to go. So it's really about changing our thoughts before we change our behaviors. Um, Well, we just lost Dr. Powell, and I'm hoping he'll call back in just a moment. Um, As he was talking about during during his um, segment there, um, are you back, Dr. Powell? I am. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. Um, I just explained to everybody that we lost you there for a minute. Um, Oh, okay. (laughs) You were were talking about... um, you know, I, I had said to you that it's really about changing our thoughts before we change our behaviors. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Are you still there? Yes, we're here. We're all okay. here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, very good. Um, and, and that is exactly right. You, you have to be able to be able to change how you perceive where you're at in your life and where you want to go. 
Uh, it has to be a, a mental process. Uh, I was working with a client earlier today, and I found it quite interesting, um, about repetitive behavior. And repetitive behavior simply is, is that behavior that we're, you know, we're so used to a certain way that we become very accustomed to it. And to change that can be very challenging. There was a, a statistic that I had learned some time back, and it was very interesting. For the average uh, child under the age of 12, it takes anywhere between two to three weeks to learn a new process. For the average adult, it takes two to three months to make change. Wow. Two to three months for us to learn something new. So that kind of puts a whole new, um, a whole new definition to why it's so difficult for us to follow through with our New, Year, New Year's resolutions, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because typically for people, the uh, New Year's resolutions last two to three weeks, right. and it takes two to three months to, to be able to really make that change. The, so when we start putting these, the, you know, put these ideas together, we open our minds up and we take out that box of dreams and we open it up you know, that, that second phase of our program is all about just, you know, using those dreams and being able to imagine again. So we know where we're at today, and we now have somewhat of an idea of where we want to go. So now we all we need to do is just fill in the blanks along the way. Um, one exercise that I, I love to share with clients, and uh, you uh, may be very familiar with this, it's called a vision board. And a vision board simply is a white board, and it's a two-foot by three-foot white cardboard uh, paper, and you can put it, I always tell my clients, put it somewhere where you're going to see it two, three, 10, 12, 50 times a day. And when you start, you put it, you know, put it on the wall, put it on the ceiling. It doesn't make any difference. And it's completely white. There's nothing on it. And the reason is, is because that is your future. That is who you want to become. And so when you're looking through a magazine and you come across that, that ideal house, that, that dream home of yours that has the, just the, the right color on the exterior, has the wraparound porch, the windows are just perfect. Every, this, is, this is the house. This is, oh my goodness, this is really what I want. You cut that out of that magazine and you paste it to that vision board. You may, uh, you know, you may see yourself walking um, with your grand, uh, see a picture of, uh, of a grandmother walking with her grandchildren out on the beach, and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, that, that really is perfect. That is absolutely just perfect for me. That, I would love so much to have that. Cut that picture out and put it on that vision board. And what you'll find is that you'll start to see that the things that you put on the vision board will become your reality. The more you see them, the more motivation you have to work towards them. And that's very important for us to constantly remind ourselves on a day-to-day basis what we want to become, what it is that we're working towards. That's a really neat concept. I think that um, it also gives us control. It makes us feel like we're empowered to accomplish something in our future as opposed to just kind of going with the, the flow of life and taking each day um, and feeling that we don't have the, the energy or the control over what happens to us. Absolutely. And if, if you think about it, you know, we're all born into, into this world the same way. And we all put our pants on the same way. Um, we all put our shoes and socks on the same way. So what makes us so different? 
What makes us different? You know, when we look at, uh, for instance, somebody that is growing up in the projects, 80, 90% of the population that grows up in a poverty-stricken area, for instance, uh, in the projects um, or, you know, in maybe the, the not-so-good part of town, in 80 to 90% of those individuals will never make it out. They'll never make it past the, you know, the, the city limit. But there still is that 10% or better, 10 to 15% that will. Now, they grow up in the same neighborhood. They grow up in the same environment. Brothers and sisters end up, you know, uh, in prison, drug, you know, drug addictions, alcoholism, violence, but except for this one, why is it that that one, just that one in that family unit, ends up growing up to be a lawyer, doctor, politician, grows up to uh, be something just magnificent? It usually begins, it, it begins simply at some point that that little boy says to himself, this isn't what I want. This isn't what I'm not going to be here. He doesn't know where he's going. He doesn't know at the age of six or seven that he's going to grow up to be a doctor or lawyer. All he knows is that he just is not going to be here in this environment. And so he starts working towards something more. And that's opening that mind up in that phase two and dreaming, opening our heart up and saying, I can do this. I can be anything I want to. And now we're going to use the power of imagery and we're going to put it on a whiteboard and we're going to have something to look at. Just the same as it's writing it down. You know, when you write something down, it's confirming and you're confirming your commitment on a day-to-day basis. And we'll be right back for our final segment with Dr. Powell after this commercial. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting the recovery of families and individuals who experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. Westbridge provides integrated dual diagnosis treatment for adult men and women using evidence-based practices. Visit our site today at westbridge.org and discover that doing what works in helping individuals and families gain recovery from dual disorders is important to the staff at Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge utilizes current evidence-based practices, consensus practices, and old-fashioned common sense to provide treatment to individuals and families that experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. That's westbridge.org, family center recovery for co-occurring mental illness and substance abuse disorders. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific right here on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. If you have a question for Mary or her guests, call now. The listener lines are open. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5792. That number again is 1-866-472-5792. Now, let's get back to Mary and One Hour at a Time. 
Welcome back, everyone. Um, our guest today is Dr. David Powell, and we're talking about um, moving forward with your life, making changes. Um, one of the things that you mentioned, um, I think it was in your um, your bio or your press release, about being role models to kids. And um, what did you mean by that? Well, you know, the only way that we can really make a difference uh, with the with the direction that our world is going today, quite honestly, is by being willing to change our own lives and who we are so that we can be a, a good positive role model for not only our children, but for those that look, you know, look towards us. Believe it or not, be surprised at how many people within our, our circles and their children and even adults look towards us, and we may not necessarily even know that they're paying attention to our behavior, but they're following our behavior. And you know, if we have a very positive forward thinking, and we're motivated, and we're empowered, and we're making the you know commitments to change, and we're making that change, inadvertently, we're also not only making change in our lives, but we're giving others strength to make change in theirs. We're giving them that positive forward thinking as well. I think that um, it's it's really interesting that um, when we think about being role models for, um, for other people is that, you know, it happens whether we want it to or not. So if you're, if you're getting up and you're going to the gym and you're you're avoiding the the muffins and the bagels at at, at break, and and you're um, trying to make healthy changes. People notice that, and conversely, if you know you gain twenty pounds and um, you know you're out of breath going up the stairs, people notice that too. Well, and they also notice that negative uh, that negative attitude that a lot of us have a tendency of taking on, um, and we see it more and more that. You know, negativity gravitates uh, or attracts negativity. Positive attracts positive. So if you find that you've got kind of a real bad attitude and you're just negative about everything, you, you those are the individuals that you'll typically find that usually have a lot of chaos on a day-to-day basis because they're just all of that negativity is gravitating towards them. And so, you know... But when we project out that positive, forward, upward thinking, we, you know, we we become those those role models for uh, other people. That you know, I don't have to be negative. I don't have to be stuck. I don't have to live in chaos. Because look at you know Joe or Jane or or Harry over there. They've been able to move forward. They've been able to dig themselves out. You know, I knew them a year ago. And they were losing their house, they lost their cars, they were filing bankruptcy, they were fighting all the time, their marriage was on the rocks, uh, you know, and, and it was, their kids were in and out of, uh, of detention, and this was going on and on, that was going on. But hey, now look at them. My goodness, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe that, that they are where they're at. They saved their house, they saved their marriage. Their kids and their family unit is back together. I wonder what it was that they did. I wonder maybe we should, you know, we should go over and talk to them. Let's go over and, and and pick their brains. And the next thing you know, you've become this role model. You become this this. I if they can do it, you know, maybe I can do it. An inspiration for other people. Absolutely, because we role models come in all different forms and sizes. You know, it, it, it's not always necessarily, you know, when I, I work with the Boys and Girls Club and we work with the Boy Scouts and um, we work with the, I've got 38 cadets right now with the Civil Air Patrol. And, you know, we look at all of these the, these young minds that we influence on a regular basis, on a day-to-day basis. And it's so inspiring to know that, you know, here's these 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 children, these kids, these wonderful young adults that that need that opportunity, and we're given that opportunity to be there for them. 
and to give them that positive, you know, forward momentum to be able to know that they can do it. And there are no limitations, and there aren't. The only limitation is yourself. All you have to do is set your mind to whatever it is that you want to achieve, just like that that kid that's you know coming out of the projects. All you have to do is just set your mind that you're not you, you don't want to be where you're at and you want to be somewhere else. And by having that positive, you know, forward focus, then you've got a if you've got a good mentor behind you, my goodness, there's no limit to what you can achieve. So what is the fix me button? Well, press the fix me button is that uh, that little red button that uh, you wish that you could always hit. <laughs> I, uh, I always joke that if there was only a fix me button in life that uh, you know that you could just push and and then everything would be poof all better. So it's kind of an oxymoron because there really isn't a press the fix me button. Um, there is a process of of learning how to, and that simply means that. Um, you cannot, and and I and I, I want to really stress this to uh, to your listeners today is that take a deep breath and say that it's okay because it is. You are exactly where you're supposed to be right now in your life, but also understand that your repetitive behavior, making the same decisions over and over again. The reason that you're doing that is because that's what's been taught to you. That's the behavior that you've been taught through all of the experiences to this to this moment in your life. And knowing that just means that, okay, so I've made these decisions and I keep making the same decisions over and over again, be it right, wrong, or, or indifferent. But if I'm not happy with those decisions, then what you have to do is you have to replace those decisions with new ones. And you do that by changing, saying, okay, well, I'm going to replace some of my old experiences with new experiences that will reinforce the behavior that I want to acquire. But you have to learn how to do it. It's like learning how to read a book or learning how to to do simple mathematical equations. You don't just pick up a piece of paper and then all of a sudden you're able to read or do math. You have to learn how to do it. And that's really what this is all about is pressing the fix me button is that is that willingness to want to learn how to Dr. Powell how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more or they want to contact you they can get in touch with me by going to my website which is www.in-sinc.org and um, go to that website all my contact information is there uh, and, uh, of course, they can always go to Barnes & Noble, uh, Amazon.com, and any of those places, uh, and they can pick up Press the Fix Me button. Thank you so much for being a guest today, and I hope you all have a great week, and we'll uh, talk to you next week at the same time. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you. Appreciate you joining us today for one hour at a time. Successful recovery from a substance abuse problem or mental illness depends on education and support of loved ones. Thank you for being that support system. Be sure to tune in next week for another hour of education and compassion. One hour at a time. We'll see you next week.